so much appeal. A great place to get a seafood meal. Miami. Miami, Miami, you've got stuff. Please welcome to the stage the hosts of Out of the Lanai, Carrie Doherty and H. Allen Scott. <laughs> To say what I feel. Miami has so much appeal. A great place to get a seafood meal. Miami. Q Rose not really playing. Miami, Miami, you've got style. Blue sky, sunshine, white sand, high the mile. When you live in this town. Thank you, Zach. Welcome to Out on the Lanai. How are you? Oh my gosh. This is for everybody who couldn't make it tonight. Um, guys. Hi. Hi. I have a microphone. I know. Now. You're so excited. I know. By round of applause, who here has ever listened to the podcast Out on the Lanai before? Okay. All right. Uh, you guys are my people. Yes. And to the people who haven't listened, you're almost my people. Yes. You're like, tomorrow you'll be my people. I really, I really appreciate that. We are a, obviously a podcast about the Golden Girls. Yeah. Now, what we usually do... We can give it up you. for the Golden yes. Girls. Yeah. Yes. What we usually do is we watch an episode of The Golden Girls and then we talk about that episode. It's really we go simple. Through it. we, it's yeah. really simple. There's not like, it's like mystery science theater for The Golden Girls. Like, that's our strategy. Mm -hmm. Except we're not watching it and talking about it as it's going on because then Disney would sue us. For so, using clips like we, we just did just yeah. now with the Miami well, song. Well, they're not here. They're not here. But we will be releasing this on the podcast. We will be releasing this. No one tip us off, basically, okay? Just don't report us. Uh, but yeah, but tonight we're doing a very... We've done this every season. We have a yep. special episode every season that we pick to do a live show. We've done the episode where uh, Dorothy's son gets married to um, Lorraine. Mm -hmm. where it was, and, and they did And black, the girls were in blackface. They were in blackface? Yes. Mm-hmm. What was that? Well, my favorite live episode that we've done of, like, my favorite episode is when Rose dates a little person. Yes, when she dates Dr. Jonathan Newman. Yes. We yeah. did that episode. We watched the shrimp clip. It went over very well. <laughs> that, that was very fun. And today, we're watching an equally, an, an, another very iconic episode. Yes. 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 Um, which we will get to shortly. Um, yeah. But first, we just want to tell you guys why we're all here tonight, aside from the fact that we're recording a live version of the podcast. Yeah, if you have listened to the podcast before, you've probably heard me talk endlessly about what we need to do for LGBT seniors in, well, around the world, really, but especially in the United States. One of the things that I think a lot of people don't think about when they're thinking of the gay community and the gay rights movement is what marriage and equality did to the gay community. Billions of dollars has been lost in Social Security and 401k plans to same-sex partners that weren't able, weren't legally wed, so the money didn't go to their partner. And now we're facing an epidemic of senior citizens, LGBT senior citizens, mm -hmm. who will get to an age of retirement and not have the money to retire. And so we are tonight, all the tickets, everything you've bought tonight, the raffle tickets, everything, mm -hmm. will go towards the LGBT Center's Triangle Square, which is the first senior center for yes. LGBT people. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yep. 
Yeah, Triangle Square Apartments. Um, they're the nation's very first affordable housing for um, the LGBTQ community, 62 years and older. Yeah. Um, and we're so happy to be donating all of the ticket proceeds, the raffle proceeds. So thank you guys all so much for coming here um, and making it possible. And I think we'll check in a little bit later to see roughly how much we've we've been I able know. to make who, so far. Who for so them. far has bought raffle tickets? Okay, all right. That is not enough. That is not enough wooing. By the middle of the show, we're going to get... If you need to get up during the show, don't worry. I ain't going to judge you. Go buy a raffle ticket and then come on back. We're not... We're, we won't have a problem with that Yes, and we are yeah. raffling off today. Oh, oh. We have... No, you're fine. You're in, great. My fat ass is in the way, We're Carrie. raffling off tonight uh, a few prizes. One is, um, for you hardcore Golden Girls fans, you've heard of Mike Dennison. He's... Oh, Mike D is he's so a, good. He's probably the most famous Golden Girls artist in the world. Um, yeah. Mike D has very generously donated. This is an original watercolor and ink of I Got You, Babe, which is, of course, the Sonny and Cher moment with um, Sophia and Dorothy, which we love. So that will come framed. Yeah. And uh, that's one that we're raffling off. Another is um, who here watched Blossom? Yeah. Come on, guys. Yeah. Blossom, greatest show ever. So actress Jenna Von Oy, who played Six on Blossom, has written two books on parenting. And she signed both of them. She's very lovely. She's incredibly funny. Dirty mouth, that woman. I love uh, it. She's a mom and she will swear like a sailor. Fuck shit. Yes. Yes, those are curse words. Thank you. Very good. Yeah. Um, and the last thing that we'll be raffling off, who watches Crazy Ex-Girlfriend? Yay. Cool. Uh, so we have a Crazy Ex-Girlfriend script. It's Josh is Going to Hawaii. That is the episode. Signed by the very, very lovely Rachel Bloom. So those are the three things that we'll be auctioning off later or raffling yep. off later. Uh, so, yeah. And it all, again, it all is going to the LGBT Center's Triangle Square. So you know, go just give some money and you might win something, which is really great, but really you'll be doing something great as you're giving money. So we thank you in advance for that. We thank you so much. much. I've, all day today. I couldn't do this anywhere else except for in a room yeah. of Golden Girls fans. Everybody else would be like, you're welcome earlier, so much. That's earlier, what I love about you guys. Earlier today, I was at Fred 62 in Los Feliz. Anyone been there before? Try the Pop-Tart. Pop-Tarts are delicious. Um, but... I I literally said like out loud just randomly it was like a it was like what are the what's the Tourette it's like Tourette's it's like I had a Golden Girls Tourette's moment where I just said thanks for the lovely prayer <laughs> and nobody got it this is why we're all people. here tonight because this is the place where you can just do that and people get it. Yeah. Um, so every time we do a live show, we do a roundup of sort of golden girls in the news. You know, because they they're never not in the fucking news. They're always they're all most of them are dead and they're still popping up. How that's how you know you're great is when you're dead and people are still talking about you. That's why we're doing live shows. So when we die. Yeah. So um, first, Golden Girls on Hulu. Who's excited about that? Now, your friends who are like, uh, I can't find it on YouTube and I'm not going to buy the DVDs. They have no excuse well, now. Well, and on YouTube, they always had, like, they'd put it in, like, a w weird square box. Like, you'd watch it and it was, like, in, like, a DVD format from, like, the late 90s when you were yeah. watching, like, My Best Friend's Wedding and Julia Roberts never got out of that little box, you know? No. That's, that's what I always... <laughs> I don't annoying. know. Like in the little Frozen preview that plays after the movie's over and you've fallen asleep and then all of a sudden you hear Rupert Everett just over and over saying, I'm a, I'm a straight man. Okay. Just me, just I'll me. Take your just word me. For it. That's fine. That's fine. Um, yeah. Has anybody here yet had the pleasure of going to um, the Rue McClanahan Cafe in New York City? Oh, we're so yes. jealous. 
Did you love it? Wait, t- let's talk. So, did you what what like what did you feel when you entered the cafe? It was amazing. But I, I, illustrate, paint pictures. Okay, so you have the ruler. Give her the microphone. Oh, I can't. What did you eat? Did you have Blanche's but, little balls of sunshine? That's a dish. It's a dish? It's a dish. It is. I imagine it's just um, egg yolks and that it's like a million calories and oh is bad God. cholesterol. Did you cry? I wouldn't cry. Oh, you need to DM me. That's amazing. What's your name? Mitzi. Mitzi, you guys. Give it up for Mitzi. Living her best life. Yes. Okay, so we have a clip of, for all of us who haven't been, except for that you're going to be bored by this, Mitzi, but everyone else is going to love this. It's been 25 years since TV's The Golden Girls went off the air, but it continues to live on and thrive this in This woman reruns. who's doing this voiceover now, has never seen an episode, I guarantee you. Now, show are making no. a beeline to this cafe, and it's easy to see why. The Rue La Rue Cafe has just opened in Manhattan, and it is entirely dedicated to The Golden Girls, specifically actress Rue McClanahan. These are my roommates, Dorothy and Rose. They're innocent. I'm not. Uh, I love you guys. Owner Michael LaRue spoke to Megan Alexander. She would absolutely love it. And she would love the fact that her things, her personal possessions that she took all those care desserts. of and collected over a lifetime are on display <laughs> rather than sitting in boxes. You can see the Emmy Rue won for playing the man-crazy Blanche Devereaux. My name is Blanche Devereaux. That's French for... Blanche Devereaux. Scripts from the series are also on display. George Clooney guest starred on the show when he was 22. You don't mind, Al, I'd like to write that one down. <laughs> this is the cause of Carrie and I's and biggest he fight. Took I, I always he thought that, that Blanche wanted to sleep with George Clooney. He doesn't cover. think That's that she did. She was a mother it's figure. It's a total tribute right down to the did. menu. This is did. our Betty White cake, which is an amazing cream cheese coconut frosting. He's the about ready to fly right out I'm sorry, there was no... Of course. There was no herring in the cake. That is not a rose cake if it doesn't have herring in it. I'm sorry. Wow. Deborah Norville. I love that Uh, they give it like the breaking news, like that graphic in the sound. I'm going, I'll be in New York next month, and I will be going to the Rue McClanahan Cafe. Rue La Rue? Um, I, I bet some people it like call that. it that. I bet some people are like, oh, I'm going to I don't like that Rue title. I kind of want to like do a Yelp review being like, love it, hate the name. What would you call it? Call it, you know, yo, Golden Girls fans, come here, freak out. That's what I would call that it. That would be a really big sign. That would be a really big do sign. Do you know that the uh, Rue La Rue Cafe is actually in a building called Sophia's Storage? I didn't know that until tonight. And it says tonight. Sophia's Storage. Mitzi knows. It says it on the side, yeah. Mitzi was there. We all know Mitzi. All right. Everyone H-Allen, loves Mitzi. You got another piece of, of GG News. Oh, yes, yes. So uh, we all, Betty White, or B. Arthur's dead. Just FYI. And, God, and bring the room down. Well, yeah, thank you, we're Jesus. Doing it ep- Whoever said that. No, I'm not going to. She's missing. <laughs> Man with the fan. I love you. She's missing. She's alive. 
Don't believe the rumor. She's in the next Star Wars. Um, uh, <laughs> no. So when, when B. Arthur passed away, there was a lot of press about a large sum of money that she donated to the Alley Forney Center. Now, if you're not a New Yorker, both Carrie and I were in New York for a long time before we moved to Los Angeles to make it big. Uh, and Speak for yourself. I've done a voiceover commercial. Oh. Uh, I'm just kidding, guys. Yeah. I'm so broke. I was once featured on a porn site. I was once featured on a porn site. I'll tell you about that later. Uh, but no, so B. Arthur gave a large sum of money to the Alley Forney Center, which is an LGBT homeless shelter in, um, in New York. And what you may don't know is that uh, LGBT teens are one of the largest groups who face homelessness in this country. It's also one of the largest group, especially gay male teens, are the largest group of people who um, commit suicide in this country or who attempt suicide. So uh, it's a really important, important place in New York. And there needs to be more around the country. And you should write to elected officials to make that happen. But when B. Arthur died, she gave a lot of money, and there was a lot of sort of confusion about how that came about. And then I found this video online that only 700-some people had watched. 700-some people. B. Arthur's name is in it. How is only 700 people watching this? So you think Whatever. more people watched her doing the Urkel dance with Jaleel White? And I, live could, there's special? only a blurry copy of that, but I watched that live. I was like eight years old, and I was freaking out. My brother was like, Urkel, and I'm like, fuck you, B. Um... <laughs> All right, should we anyway, roll that clip? Yes, we're going to roll this clip. Right. This is a bit serious, but you can laugh. If there was a moment where I realized that we were going to make it as an organization, it was when B. Arthur got involved with us. Through the efforts of a wonderful man named Ray Clausen, an iconic set designer. And Ray started volunteering with us at one of our sites back in 2005. He saw that we were struggling, and he started reaching out to friends in, in the entertainment industry and the person that responded was B. Arthur. There's people in this country that kick their kids out of their house because they're gay. And the thought of that, I think, really upset her. So when she heard about the Ali Fernay Center, she immediately agreed to fly across the country from Look LA at those to eyes. in the middle of the winter to revive her one-woman Broadway show as a special one-night event. Who saw that? She raised $40,000 for us that night. It was by far the biggest benefit up to that point that we'd ever had. She'd kind of put us on the map as an organization. When she died, it was the height of the recession. It was a hard time for the Ali Fernay Center. Our donations were down. A few weeks later, one of Bee's closest friends, Billy Goldenberg, called me up. I found out that she had left us $300,000 in her will. I was so overwhelmed with gratitude for what she had done for us that at the memorial service, I made a pledge that the first building that we would ever own, we would, without a doubt, name it the B. Arthur Residence to show our thankfulness for her kindness. The feels. Helping a charity like this is, is not something that she would have felt that she needed to be thanked for. It was just kind of something she would do. As we prepare to open the B. Arthur residence, there are many expenses hey, not covered by existing funding. To help with the operation of the program, we are launching the B. Arthur Fund, which will not only help to ensure our young people receive the support they need at the B. Arthur residence, it will also help us begin to fund the acquisition of additional homes for our youths. The oh. Arthur residence means so much to the Ali Fernay Center. It's our first home, first place that we've ever owned. It means stability. It means protection. It means security. And so I say to you, our friends, 
our donors, our sponsors, our supporters. Thank you for being a friend of the Ali Fine Center. Oh, God. Okay. Oh, gosh. Now, let's, let's put that into perspective. So, B. Arthur. More like B. Angel, am B. I right? B. Angel. B. Arthur, when, whenever we watch the Golden Girls, you know, B. Arthur's a stake, it's a certain amount of money through, through residuals. So, in a weird way, we were all a part of her donation to that, which is kind of an amazing thing, and it yeah. really supports sort of what, what she is and does. I remember, do you remember where you were when B. Arthur died? No. I, I was on 6th Avenue and 16th Street in New York City, outside the Bed Bath & Beyond, across the street from the container store, and my oh, mother... Oh, that's depressing. My mother called me, and my mom was like, where are you? And I'm like, Bed Bath & Beyond, of course. And, and, and she, she said, which one? And you were like, the one across the street from the container store. Oh, I've been there. No, and uh, she told me B. Arthur died. And I remember I started crying, and I was walking a little bit north, and then I was torn between going to either the Cosi there on the corner of between 22nd and 23rd or the Olive Garden. Because I, I, I knew I needed to go somewhere. You knew you were going to eat bread. And so, yeah, I needed yeah. to eat something. I just needed to eat. <laughs> I went to Cosi's. I went to Cosi's, yeah. yeah. Oh, Amazing, man. right? Ama- yeah. yeah. Um, guys... <laughs> We're going to get started with the episode that we're watching today. Um, now, we're not watching the episode. We're going to show a clip from the we episode. Have a clip. But, but you guys we have, have seen this clip. episode, and if you haven't seen this episode, you should go. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but before we introduce the episode, we need to introduce our very special guest. Um, so, we just covered Golden Girls in the news from last year, and this part, this person, our next guest, is actually a big part of Golden Girls in the news because I'm sure. Other winners of this show were Golden Girls fans, but none of them as big as this fan. So we befriended this person, and now she's on this show, which is amazing. It's Guys, very exciting. Alaska Thunderfuck. Guys, another round of applause for Alaska, please. Who, of course, is the latest winner of RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars. Oh, yeah, I didn't even say that. I was so excited. I didn't even say what you... You don't need to say it. Everybody here knows. knows. Okay, so Alaska. Hi. Hi. I'm going to tell a backstory of how we met. So Alaska, you, you were listening to the podcast for a long time before we even knew each other, right? Yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah. And then Alaska email... And I, I have to admit something. I don't watch RuPaul's Drag Race that often. I, I know. I know. I know. <laughs> Look what no, you did. No, it's This is all about honesty and acceptance. Totally. No, yeah. I don't watch it a lot. And, and I, you know, there's, I, have, I have a whole lot of true crime shows to watch. I don't watch a lot of... I don't watch a lot of other television. And so I guess RuPaul's Drag Race could be a true crime show. Yeah, totally. <laughs> anyway, Alaska messages me, and we start chatting. And then I'm like, yeah, of course, come do the podcast. But I don't really know how big Alaska is. And so, huge. I didn't know that. So, I, so I, we, you were booked on the podcast. <laughs> huge. Huge. <laughs> She's booked on the podcast. And then all of a sudden, every single person in my life is like, you got who? 
like people are freaking yes, out. Yes, yeah, we're same here. Yeah. I know. It was amazing. I was, I mean, I was freaking out because you? you guys have spent a lot of time in my ears. Yes. And I literally, you were like the gateway to podcasting for me because I never was like a per. It just wasn't. I never did it. Yeah. But, but then it was like, and the saddest day was when I got totally caught up on Out on the Lena. <laughs> <laughs> so now I have to wait until Tuesday. Oh, no. You must hate us when we post it late. Saddest day. No, oh, girl. Yeah. <laughs> I always, I get so stressed out when we post them late. So, no, that's yeah. It's always your fault. Um, so, Alaska, you have, I mean, your history with the Golden Girls goes way, way, way Huge. back. Yeah, totally. Now, you brought some stuff you want to show off of the gold. First off, your mug. I did. Okay. This is my mug. It says Shady Pines Retirement <laughs> Retirement Home, um, which I love. I just brought a whole bunch of my Golden Girls stuff because, and you guys, I mean, you guys probably all have this stuff. But, You'd be surprised. Okay, hold on. I want to do that. I want to do this. First of all, I got these. When I saw these on like Etsy or something, oh I only brought two, but I, I got all four. What? It's a jersey, okay. And then on the back. Ugh. Oh my God. Devereaux 69. Flash Devereaux. Like the mother like a of a solid gold dancer. <laughs> this is another one, um, which I think is really funny. It says, it's a Christmas one. Oh. And may all your Christmases be white. <laughs> so clever. <laughs> I like that's a conversation piece. Um, okay, okay, okay. Um, hold on. Oh my. There's a couple other things. Oh, I only have two of these. Oh, I have the the, the Blanche and the that. Rose. Yeah. So you didn't know I'm, that? I'm Oh yeah, it's huge. I'm on the lookout for the other two. I have the Arthur. I'll give that to you. Okay, I cool. Still have your it's the least you, you could do. Okay, please. Please. Yeah. And then, okay, and I have these coasters. I was going to wear them. These oh. are You were going to wear them? These are available. Yeah, these are Glenn Hansen, and these are available yeah. on Hunties.com. They're really cute. Glenn and um, Those are lovely coasters. And this one, no, I you haven't actually wanna... used this, but... Um, <laughs> it won't fit on your toilet, right? No, my toilet is apparently too big for the Golden Girls toilet seat. Who was using your place before For you? those listening at home, it is a lovely... It, it's <laughs> What is that? Pearls around the outside? A Golden it's Girls pearls. toilet seat. That's gorgeous. Yeah, that's special. Stay golden. Uh, that's amazing. So now oh. I just have a Golden Girls toilet seat in my home for no reason. And you also wow. have Golden Girls shoes on for the Oh, yeah, I do. Seat. Yeah. Wow. They're, they're amazing. Yeah, that's yeah. commitment. I actually don't own that much Golden Girls stuff. I mean, I have Golden Girls Pick prints. up your R mug. I have the R mug. So, so okay, here's, here's your mug. Here's your mug. Okay, so for my birthday a couple years ago, I, I hate birthdays hate my birthday and and i'm pretty public about how much i hate them but carrie i went over to carrie and stan's place um and she got me an R mug i, I didn't just that. get it i made it she made it what did you she use a marker <laughs> really well this and is... then you have to put it in the oven for like 
15 minutes, so oh, there was that uh, part. I, the labor. I haven't, I haven't used it because I, I, it's like displayed in my apartment, so I just don't ever use it. And it, just like Sophia. Just like Sophia, but not for the same reasons. <laughs> I will say, I almost wore my Rusty Anchor shirt tonight, um, but it was dirty, so instead I just wore my guns. Daisy Fernando pin. Um, <laughs> Which is a Mike Dennison original. Yeah. Which I believe Jenny Lewis actually tweeted at him and was like, she "Could did. I get one of those for my dope leather jacket?" And he was like, "Okay, uh, amazing." You know you're rich when you're putting pins in leather jackets. <laughs> you know what I mean? I guess. Like, yeah. I guess. Like, sure. You put it in a denim jacket, whatever. That's not a big deal. But you put it in a leather jacket. That's rich. poking a hole in like three hundred dollars. Rich. rich. All right. Speaking of the Armug, yes. we will announce what episode we watched. Yes, Guys, for tonight's watching. show, we watched season five, which if you're new to the podcast, you have almost five, you have five seasons to catch up on. We apologize nice. for the audio in the first two. First two seasons, the audio is crappy. We no, apologize. No, we had to wait until we made some money. It's still good. It's still good. But we also, we have interviews with like former uh, writers and yeah. some of the cast we had, members. We had um, Sean Sheps who played Becky, Becky number one. Becky number one. The which is an Becky. amazing episode. Yeah, really great yeah, guest. it was fun. Yeah. Uh, guys, we just watched season five, episode 19, 72 Hours, which aired on February 17th, 1990, and is the one where Rose thinks she might have AIDS. See, now, Carrie announces it like this. I think we all collectively know that this is just the AIDS episode, right? Like, yeah. Oh, just, of course. It's just referred and offhand. It's like, remember when Rose almost got AIDS? Like, that's... Mm-hmm. Oh, Rose... So, right off the bat, I just want to say, so Rose gets a letter in the mail from a doctor saying that when she got her gallbladder surgery and she got a blood transfusion, she may or may not have been infected with um, blood that may have contained HIV antibodies. Yeah. Why send that in a letter? Well, okay. They put it in a letter. Yeah. Yeah, you call someone. That's the kind of thing where you, you're a doctor and you call and you say, please come in. Like, you don't send that in a letter. What if it gets yeah. lost? Yeah. Oh yeah. Or what if like what if you're like me and you don't open your mail? Exactly. <laughs> like I, I just opened mail from like three weeks ago, just today. Yeah. That's some bad news. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Once in Pittsburgh we did a drag show um, about the Golden Girls. I'm so afraid. I know, be afraid. No, it was terrible. And it was like and it was like Rose was like Sharon was Rose and I was Dorothy. Sharon Needles. Sharon right? Needles, my dear friend and drag queen. And she was Rose and she was like, she opened a, a letter and she was like, oh no, I have AIDS. And then she did like <laughs> and then she did like a mix of songs like, she's got it. Yeah, baby, she's got like really inappropriate. And then me at the end, I take the piece of paper and I'm like, Rose, Rose, what are you talking about? You don't have AIDS. This says your this says your test results were negative. And she says, Yeah, but negative sounds bad. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so horrible. But so great. I love that she's got it. Um, well, <laughs> Baby, this she's got it. Ago. This is many years ago, okay. Okay. Uh, so, before, before we get into the episode, I figured I would do a little bit of sort of recapping of when this episode, what date was this episode? So this was in uh, 19, February of 1990. Yeah, February 1990. Now, 
time and place for what, how this episode came about within the HIV AIDS epidemic timeline. Um, Ronald Reagan had just said AIDS three years before this show aired. Three years. The epidemic had started in the early 80s. So obviously someone was playing too much golf. Um, but uh, a lot of television, television shows took up the cause and did storylines like this. And we'll talk a little bit about how the storyline came about. But it's important to note, Ryan White was in the news mm -hmm. endlessly at this point about he was a young... Teenager from Indiana. Hemophiliac. Who, yeah, he was a hemophiliac and he used to get this blood treatment and, um, and he was infected Yeah, and up HIV. until 1987, the CDC, which is you know the main recourse for blood donations in this country, didn't test for the HIV antibodies and blood. So there was contaminated... Oh, they did, but it was never regularly. So there was contaminated blood around the country that potentially people could become infected. Mm -hmm. and, and Ryan White fit into that window. Um, and so did Rose in this episode. And so because of this and because of Ryan White's eventual death, I think that year, um, George H.W. Bush, the new president, um, the one who threw up in Japan in that cool video, uh, <laughs> he, he passed. I love that video. And Barbara's like, oh, he's throwing up. Um, uh, they passed um, the Ryan White Act, which yeah, the is Ryan White a Care Act. very essential um, piece of AIDS legislation that is still in effect to this day. And Obama just, oh, George W. Bush, Obama, every president since mm -hmm. has reinstated it, and it is vital to people who are receiving services. Um, so that's a little history yeah. for what was happening when this yes. episode came about, because it was still a very scary thing. Yes. It is scary to this day. Yes. Yeah. But yeah, in terms of when this was happening, it was a really good yeah. time for, I think, the show to do an episode like this. Yeah. Um, and Rose, you know, Rose is, of course, freaking out because she doesn't really know what this means. Yeah. Um, and Dorothy, in the meantime, we're not going to spend a lot of time talking about the B story of the episode. Oh, the wetlands. But Dorothy <laughs> is trying to throw a banquet to save the wetlands, which <laughs> feels... It's so like 1990. Remember, it was like save the rainforest, save the whales, save the totally. wetlands. Yeah, and then Fern Gully came out, and everyone was like, "Enough!" <laughs> oh, not me. Um, but that's Dorothy's whole adventure: is that nobody wants to save a swamp, and in the end, it doesn't matter because Sophia didn't stuff the envelopes. And why was this even a story? <laughs> save our swamps? No, really, we mean it. <laughs> why not some sort of swamp gimmick? Like, guess how many slugs are in the jar? I believe it was leeches. Oh, leeches! Sorry. I don't care. You know, you quote way so, better than Alaska I do. and I went out I'm to dinner kidding. last week with another VIP guest of the podcast, Elliot Glazer, and literally, oh. yay, Elliot! Yay! And and uh, <laughs> you were doing this at dinner, and it was—it's uncanny. Alaska's ability to remember these lines. Uncanny. Yeah. Yes. And also you do yeah. really good. I mean, I try I try to do my best with the girls' voices. Oh, I think you're really good. <laughs> I do, actually. I do. I'm incredibly I flattered. I mean, you, you do that. better with the southern accent than most of the actors that are hired to be their like family members from this Al. <laughs> Who it's so scattered. It's oh, like they totally are all different. over the place. Wait, like her sister. Her sister. What was that even accent? <laughs> Blanche's sister? Wait, which one? Virginia? Virginia. 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 You always knew that daddy was your favorite, or you were daddy's favorite. I'm Don, Blanche. We know. <laughs> we should just do this for the rest of the show. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Shh. Lesbian. It's <laughs> amazing. Lesbian. 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 Guys, 
let's just do this forever. <laughs> no, we got to talk about All right. AIDS. So, so Rose, I have a logistical question, yeah. <laughs> which I know I have often on the podcast. But so Rose shows up to get a blood test. Yeah. But she gives a fake name, Dorothy Spornak, yeah. as she reaches. <laughs> and then later, she goes back in to get the results. And again, she has an anonymous name, Dorothy Spornak. Yeah. How does that work with like insurance and billing and stuff? There is no insurance. So that's actually a great question. I'm glad you said that. And they talked about this a little bit in the episode. But um, even up until just a couple of years ago, when people were getting tested for different diseases, before Obamacare... <sighs> Um, you people would give false information for certain testing because insurance companies could drop you if you yeah. tested positive or you know you had a pre-existing. What there's lots of different reasons. So and it affected especially minority communities who are at the most risk of getting some sort of STD or HIV and or STI. So uh, yeah, so it happened like a lot up until like 2011, 2012. People were doing that. I mean, I remember I never went to the doctor to get tested for HIV before before 2012. The last time I had sex. Um, and uh, <laughs> hey, challenge is single, everyone. And uh, yeah, but no, but yeah, I would never. I would always go to like the the gay center in New York or something. Like I would never go to yeah. the doctor. Yeah. Yeah. So it's common. So that makes sense. You've answered my question. This is great because usually you're never able to plug the the logistical holes that I poke. No. And you did today. Carrie and it was educational. is like CSI Carrie for the Golden Girls. You say Girls. CSI, but there's no CSI there's no cyber. Cleanser. Don't don't get CSI on CSI. <laughs> I always I just I have I have these questions sometimes. Yeah. That's all. Lots of um, so Rose gets her blood test done. She yes. learns she's going to have to wait three days, hence the 72 hours, to find out. Which is agonizing. I it know. Is, well, yeah. It is like one of... I have a really good friend here. His name is Matt, and he can attest to this. I, I a couple years ago, had cancer, and literally, the moment I felt that something was wrong, I went to a doctor, and they made me wait a week to find out if I had certain things in my blood levels. A week. And during the course of that week, I went to this gay doctor, and because I'm gay, he was like, oh, it's probably an STD. And I'm like, trust me, it's not an STD. Last time I had sex was in 2011. And, <laughs> and, and he didn't believe me, but I went and had so many different tests because I thought maybe I was like the Virgin Mary of AIDS or something. And I just sort it of... Was, it was your own journey of yeah. chronic fatigue syndrome. It was, yeah, what totally. it was. But it's true that they make you wait. It's agonizing. Yeah. They make you wait and, wait and wait and wait for something that should be pretty simple. Yeah. Yeah. I, it kind of yeah. reminded me when... Um, when Rose had to like uh, live with trying to get off like the painkillers that oh. she, you know what I mean where the women have to wait up for her I'm like Classic. it's always poor Rose if Enrique Moss is not making her stay up all night with her hand in the fucking water with the light bulb like poor Rose is the one that always has to stay up late fretting Rose gets sexually assaulted Rose gets AIDS Rose I mean Rose gets everything uh, she gets raw everything yeah. Yeah, she has it really rough. She's she like, does. She's like Murder, She Wrote, and that everyone dies around her. Yeah. Well, she, I mean, everybody she sleeps with dies, that's I'm for sure. Right. She has a dead guy in her bed. She oh, really does have it rough. Like, oh, guys. Yeah. Too much. <laughs> Too much. Yeah. Anyway, one of the, uh, of this storyline with, uh, as they're waiting, I think, and I've talked about this a lot, I think maybe on the podcast, but with friends too, that when I, 
when I watched the series initially, of course, I always gravitated towards Dorothy and I think Sophia a little bit, and Rose definitely. I identify as a Rose. You just said everybody but Blanche. I know because <laughs> I never really, I never really thought much of Blanche other than she was like a sex pot. Like I didn't think much about how talented you know Brew McClanahan was. What's her name? Rue McClanahan. Brew McClanahan. Brew McClanahan. <laughs> And and but in this episode, in a lot of different episodes, you start seeing that Rue McClanahan actually is probably, I think, one of the better actresses because she like she shows her vulnerability, especially in this episode, mm-hmm. where here she is w- offering this pretense of being this sexualized sort of like sex crazed woman, and then she's having to say. I had to really think about the men I was sleeping yeah. with. And I had to really think about what life could be, if I was doing something wrong. Or I mean, there are so many episodes where Blanche is really forced to like be vulnerable. Mm-hmm. I, and I think this episode is more about Blanche in some ways than it is Rose. Alaska, what do you think about that? And now, whenever she's with a man, she knows his complete history. <laughs> <laughs> and they take all the necessary precautions. Condoms, condoms, condoms. You do not know the complete history of the guy you met at Dell's Route One Chevron. (laughs) Or the twins you took home for the Jimmy Smith's lookalike contest. You don't. You are a lie, Blanche Devereaux. Even the guy, I don't know what it was, but it began with a B. Even him, like, <laughs> it may have been his first time, but we know it was his first time. I probably would have anyway. Yeah. <laughs> we also, we have a clip from this episode, which... Oh, we should watch it. It's a really, really great moment between Rose and Blanche that I think um, is... It's, it's, a really, it's a really solid point in the episode and I think is a really good uh, message. It's serious, but ends on a zinger. Oh, I'm just sitting here kicking myself for not taking care of my gallbladder and for going to that hospital for the operation and for letting them give me blood without asking first, oh, excuse me, are you sure this isn't going to kill me one day? Now, now, Rose, take it easy. Why does everyone keep saying that? I don't feel like taking it easy. I might have AIDS, and it scares the hell out of me. And yet every time I open my mouth to talk about it, somebody says, there, there, Rose, take it easy. I'm sorry, honey. Why me, Blanche? I'm tired of pretending I feel okay so you won't say take it easy. And I'm tired of you saying take it easy because you're afraid I'm going to fall apart. Damn it, why is this happening to me? I mean, this isn't supposed to happen to people like me. You must have gone to bed with hundreds of men. Hey, wait a minute. Are you saying this should be me and not you? No, no, I'm just saying that I am a good person. Oh, Hell, I'm a goody two-shoes. AIDS is not a bad person's disease, Rose. It is not God punishing people for their sins. You're right, Blanche. Well, you're damn straight I'm right. I'm sorry I yelled at you. Oh, don't apologize. I mean, this is what I want. Oh, God, this waiting is driving me crazy. Blanche, when you were tested, how did you make it through? Just kept it to myself and acted like a real bitch to everybody else. (laughs) No wonder we never knew. (laughs) 
That Al- zinger. Before the show, Alaska was saying, because we were talking about how, like, how serious this episode is, which it is very serious, but they're able throughout the episode to really put in some like good jokes, solid yeah. jokes, to really sort of yeah. break it up. I, this fucking show, goddamn. <laughs> you could go, it, uh, the shows are 23 minutes long each. You can go literally from crying to, la- to hysterical laughter m- multiple times within that time period. Like, it's, it's and really And it doesn't incredible. feel jarring. It feels natural. No. No, you know what feel, I mean? It's, it's, it really amazes me. And the fact that they did this when they did it, it's like... It's huge. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I wasn't alive for, for when it was... But, like, people were like... <laughs> People were like burying their friends, and it yeah. was like it was like going through the address, the Rolodex, and literally just taking them out and going to funerals ev- multiple times a week mm-hmm. because it was like a fucking genocide, and like and the president wouldn't even talk about it, yeah. and then a show like this comes out and does an entire episode dealing with all of the issues about it. Mm-hmm. It's it's like incredible. I can't even think of like a parallel. For, I, like, I can't, I, it's really incredible. Um, and all these women knew people. Like, they worked in the theater. They had gay mm-hmm. friends. Ooh, they knew people affected. Yeah, I mean, they all were incredibly active in HIV AIDS causes. Yeah. And they, I mean, Sophia, there's a great story that um, on the podcast, Stan Zimmerman, he was a writer on the first, first season, season. Of, the, of the Golden Girls. And he had to kind of be in the closet during the, because there were no other gay writers on, on the series. And it was all men, too, except for Susan Harris, um, which is really kind of interesting to think about. And he was saying how that feeling of sort of being alone, and then Estelle Getty, uh, kind of looked at him, and Estelle, of course, famously got the part because she was in a Broadway show with Harvey Firestein, um, or maybe it was off Broadway, uh, called Torch Song Trilogy, yeah. which is in a great. It got made into a not great movie, but you should watch it because it's important. About um, essentially a drag queen who wants a traditional life in 1988, and it wasn't about AIDS, and it wasn't about death. It was so it was a little bit about death, but it wasn't about, but it wasn't that way. And it was a, just a true story of a mother and a son, and a son wanting a life like she had. And so she famously got that, and she was known in the gay community at that time for being a huge yeah. ally. And she came up to Stan and his writing partner, and she said something like, you're one of us. Yeah. And it was just such a comforting moment to think that this woman, this senior citizen woman, who went up to the only gay one, and he would, she invited them over to her apartment in West Hollywood. For like birthday parties for and Shabbat stuff. Dinners, and, and, yeah. and it was like such an important thing for her to foster a queer community around her. So Applaud for all of these women and what they did yeah. for us. Yeah. There's also, this episode is almost always compared to the, the Designing Women episode about AIDS as well. Do you guys know this one? Yeah. Talking about that famous speech, very similar to the one Blanche just gave, about how this doesn't, uh, the AIDS isn't a disease for just gay people. Um, and, but I think this episode does it so much better than Designing Women, because yeah. Designing Women was so serious. Can I point out another... <laughs> I, heard, I heard, I God, I feel old. <laughs> With you, honey. Um, can I point out another logistical issue? Sure, Carol. Oh, here we, okay, right. I'm into I'm it. So, and I mean, this could, I mean, I'm not saying this could have been, like, fixed with a quick Google search. I understand it's 1990, but, like, crack open a map. Um, so, after this clip... The shade! I'm just saying, like, you have writer's assistants. This is what they do. 
So Rose, when she's pretending to be in a good mood, says that she went on a road trip to Tuscaloosa, Alabama. Seemingly, like, let's say, let, let's be generous and say, like, she took a whole day trip there, right? Just a quick little Goog search. Tuscaloosa, Alabama to Miami, Florida is 780 miles, which would have been 12 and a half hours in a car without traffic. They live in Miami. There's traffic in Miami. Right. So Rose just up and took a 12 and a half hour car ride. Don't you also have to go through Orlando? There's Disney World. That's traffic 101. I don't know. I just, I was curious. I looked it up and I was like, couldn't they have just, were, did they pick Tuscaloosa? Because they were like, oh, that sounds fun. Wait, wait, wait. It sounds good. Wait, the line, the line though. Wait, Blanche, did you know that there's an egg dish named after you? Oh my gosh, how are they prepared? Over easy. <laughs> I would love to see Over Easy. I know they already have Blanche's Little Balls of Sunshine. I would also love to see Over Easy Eggs oh, at yeah. the Cafe. Uh, I have so many. I have so many pitches for them on yeah. what I want to see. Like I want to see. Yeah. I'm a failed man, which is just like bagel and locks. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, like, I love that. I want instead of brunch, they don't put brunch in the menu. It says like it just starts with a B, and it's but it's the brunch menu. <laughs> okay, I'll work on it. I'll workshop a little bit more before I bring it back to you guys. There is a little sort of not. It's not really a runner, but it's it's kind of like just a thing that Sophia does throughout the episode that I feel like we should talk about. I would is, summon next I, on my list. Is it your next on your list? It is oh, next on my well, list. Then please, by all means, continue. Yeah. Well. So Sophie is using Dorothy's bathroom because she doesn't want to use her own because Rose is yeah. using it. For two hours. <laughs> two hours. Is that how long she was she using says, it? She says, Ma, what were you doing in my bathroom for two hours? Two hours. Go to the doctor. <laughs> Sometimes. That's too large. I don't care if you're 85 or have whatever. You, I don't care. Have you ever been on the toilet so long that your foot has fallen asleep? No. Because that's happened to me. Is that why you, you got know? a squatty potty? I got a squatty potty, but sometimes even my foot falls asleep. Yeah, two hours. <laughs> do you think that maybe, like, because she's old, do you think it, she just, like, fell asleep for a while? Lay and off then, like, the Metamucil. Lay off the Metamucil. <laughs> That's fiber, right? Yeah. Useless fiber? Yeah. Um, Eat a perennial. So, yeah, so yeah. then she's afraid, Sophia's also afraid to use, to drink out of Rose's yeah. cup, which is why she puts the R on the mug. Um, well, that's when Blanche comes out and goes, why are there R's on some of our cups? For regular. <laughs> ah, for regular. And, and she, and, and Sophia says something that, again, I think, like... And, again, when we, we talk about Ryan White, Ryan White, after he was diagnosed, had to fight with the schools. He wasn't allowed back in school, even yeah. though doctors were like, there's no way that, that any of the kids could catch it from, you know, touching him or from, you know, them, like, playing and yeah. whatever. He still wasn't allowed back in school. So I think it was... Even though doctors were saying you're okay, you, this is how you catch it, this is how you don't catch it, people were still like... Terrified. And even Sophia says, even though intellectually I know I can't catch it, it's still scary. And so I, and think, I think that's too, a very real feeling that people, especially if HIV is not something in your regular life, right. that's a very, even to this day, I think that's a very real feeling people have, that it's so foreign to them, you know? And I think she did great at it. I think, I think Estelle, Estelle Getty often doesn't have those moments where she's really able to shine in a dramatic moment or in a moment that like, gets really real. We see it a little bit at Phil's, Phil's funeral. funeral. Oh, my baby's my baby. gone. I can't. 
I can't. Um, I read in the um, Jim Colucci book. Have any of you read the book? Great the, book. You got to get it. It's, yeah, it's the Golden Girls Forever. It's like the oh. Golden Girls Bible. It's Glossy amazing. photos. Yeah. <laughs> but apparently there were a lot more jokes where uh, Sophia was like following Rose around and like cleaning up after her, like a doorknob she touched or whatever. And like... Estelle wouldn't do it because that was like this is like a reality yeah. for her. So they like had to change a lot of stuff, which is really yeah, great. Yeah, I'm glad that yeah, because I feel like we yeah. we get it. You don't need to, you know what I mean? Like they 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 made the point, and then Sophia quickly redeems herself by you know by the end of the scene because the women are like you know we need to support Rose no matter what. And she's like yeah, you know what? Give me that mug. Yeah, and then all the women like cheers to Rose, and it's I also, like I also love so when Blanche is when she says that, and Blanche is like, well, you're just gonna have to get over it, Sophia. Yeah. And it's just like yes, Blanche, rip that band aid. Yes, God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then Rose goes back to the doctor who. <sighs> Tells her the results are negative. Yeah. And, well, first, I mean, but because she's given Dorothy's name, he says, like, Dorothy's Bornak, I have good news. Yeah. Um, you know, the results are negative or whatever. And she's like, you know, Dorothy's, Dorothy's like, like, that's amazing. And Rose is like, yeah, for you. Yeah. <laughs> what about me? Uh, <laughs> it's the greatest. Um is the greatest. And then, you know, Dorothy's all excited because her wetlands banquet's going to be great until Sophia realizes to no one that she didn't stuff the envelopes. End of episode. Boom. So That's it. It was a great episode. It was a great episode. It's a very important episode. It's very episode. important. It's very, yeah. Yeah, and, it, and, and it's funny, too, which is great. Like, they're able to take a really serious issue and make yeah. it funny. Um, now, if you've listened to the podcast before, uh, we do a golden takeaway at the end of every episode. It's a nugget of truth or inspiration that you can take from the episode and apply to your life or to the lives of our listeners. <laughs> That's our line on the podcast. So I'll start off to give examples, because... I am not slow with this process. Um, I always think for a while. I'm like a Sophia on the toilet kind of thinker. I got got that golden takeaway an hour before we even start recording. Um, My golden takeaway for this episode is whenever I'm blessed or cursed, depending upon how you look at it, to be in a significant relationship with a human being that lives in my apartment, I am going to hide my toothbrush. Um, Because Sophia, Sophia says after she's been using the Arca or, you know, the Arca thing, and then she says to Dorothy <laughs> something. I forget the exact line. Well, but I've been I, using your toothbrush for months. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ain't no... You can put a dick in my mouth. You are not using my toothbrush. I'm sorry. Like, it is not You've said, happening. like, nine things tonight that I want to put on a T-shirt. <laughs> you can put a dick in my mouth, but not no, your toothbrush. No, don't use... That's gross. Okay. Don't use my fucking toothbrush. I'm going to hide my toothbrush in a place you can't fucking find it or else it's over. Go back. Okay, Cupid, that shit. I'm calling out to podcast listeners to just make like a meme of that, a gif, and just send We're it to us. We're you. That's my golden takeaway, future husband. Um, my golden takeaway is, you know, just based on the amount of people that we have here in the audience tonight, knowing that people have bought raffle tickets, my advice really is for Dorothy about how to raise money for charity. Yes. Don't yes. leave it up to your mother to stuff the envelopes. You know, don't, uh, 
you know, be more positive about the situation. I think she figures it out in a few in a, a future episode when she's auctioned off for a date and she winds up getting like five hundred dollars or something from Stan for a date. That she figured out how yeah, to fundraise. She figured it out. She put like, that pussy out. You know when. <laughs> When she went to help Rose save the whales and her sign looked like it was scrawled by a serial killer. It was like, save the whales! Exclamation point. Like, ugh. And she didn't even hold it up when she marched. Like, Dorothy's not good at this kind of thing. I'm sorry. Alaska, what's yours? Um, uh, I guess uh, guess it would be that... um, I don't know. I think that healing through laughter is a real thing. It's true. Because there's a lot that... I mean, there's a lot in the world right now that we can be really sad about and really cry about, but I think that we can raise awareness um, through um, laughter and And art. And so even like what we're doing tonight and we're having some amazing laughs and having a really great time and we're also doing a good cause. So I think it's um, great that and healing through laughter is like a really... And you're all a part of that. So thank you. Thank you. Really love that. (sighs) So, Okay. I was amazed. I'm going to play this little game with Alaska. I was amazed at how Alaska was able to quote the show so effortlessly. As you've been seeing here tonight. And so I wanted to play a little game. Now, Wendy Williams, anyone who watches Wendy Williams knows. Yes. I think I just found my future husband. Um, Have you shown people your tattoo who haven't seen it? Guys, he has a Golden Girls tattoo on his body. I love it so much. Yes. It doesn't get me laid, surprisingly. It's really good, too. Yeah. yeah. We'll take pictures after the show. Don't worry. Um, I'm a, I, I, my social anxiety will call for 10 minutes. Um, I, I, so, so I was amazed at how you're able to quote. So Wendy Williams on her show, she is vigilant about no one shouting out the answers or the quote. Now, I know you want to shout out the quote, but this is Alaska's moment, and once you know that Alaska has it, you are free to join Alaska. But make sure Alaska answers first, okay? Can we do this? So we're going to play a clip, and then we're going to stop yeah. that clip, and then you're going to have to say the next line, and then you we'll play the rest of the clip. You're all going to know, though. You're all going to know. You're all going to know, but you've got to, like, try to be quiet. Okay. <laughs> Alaska, are you ready? Uh, yes. I'm gonna get out of the way. So I wish there. See. I oh, only fuck. wish there was. I broke your archive. No. <laughs> no. Oh no. No, 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 no. Okay, okay. Look, it's only fixable. the handle is broken it's fixable. off. Fixable. Yeah. Uh, Thank you so much. It's like Dorothy's you want a paper bird. No, this can be fixed. It. This can be fixed. Put it in there. Put it in there. That it's can fine. be fixed. You know, this is a metaphor that that. Rose lives, but the cup doesn't. The cup will heal through laughter. Yes. The, cup, the cup represents yeah. hysteria and fear over yes. HIV, and you just broke that cup, goddammit. Yes, yes, God. Yes, yes God. <laughs> All right, guys. <laughs> I wish there was a game show or an Olympics of the Golden Girls curated <laughs> by, like, I don't know, Jim Colucci and Betty White. I don't know. That'd be amazing. Because I, I would compete and I would get a gold medal. You absolutely would. I do not doubt that. You get a golden cheesecake. Let's be real. Exactly. <laughs> All right. I really would. Okay, okay, okay. The powder room, and when I returned to the table, there was an open bottle of Dom Perignon and two filled glasses. And so I just... We clinked the glasses in a toast and... 
Stan gave me a coy smile, and I winked at him, and then I just downed the champagne in one gulp. And it didn't go down smoothly. Later, Stan told me that he put my engagement ring in the bottom of the Okay, what's the next line? And then it turned up two weeks later. Or two days later? Three days, three days. Three days? Three days. Okay, maybe a bronze medal. I gotta get a bronze medal. Three days later? Oh, girl. If I drank an engagement ring... It turned up three days later. Yeah. That's like Wait 13 for Rose's times line. Wait as for long Rose's as Sophia. Where? On the Home Shopping Network, Rose. Where did it turn up, Dorothy? <laughs> I love it. On the Home Shopping Network. Yes. Yes. Okay, play the next one. Play the next one. All right. You I mean, you got you if, got like eight. You, you did really well there. That was like it. gold light. If I drank an engagement ring, I, I would literally come out the next day because I'm really fast. Oh, are you? Wow. I'm really like three days? No. What's your secret? Instant. I'm just born that way. You were born regular? Maybe wow. it's Maybelline. It's literally like I'm like a shit factory. Wow. I was in, I'm just going to be real honest and vulnerable. I was in Austin. I feel like HL and you and I have had this conversation. I just came back from Austin. Do you ever have that thing where you like go away somewhere and you're like at a hotel and you're around a lot of people mm. and you just like don't go to the bathroom for a couple days? And all yeah. of a sudden you're like, it's been three days. Yeah. Yeah. I can that happens literally to me all the time. That just anywhere. happened to me. <laughs> like, I have no problem pooping. I'm shitting right now. <laughs> <laughs> this is, this is like... I mean, categorically, this is like more of a backstage conversation, but I feel like we all just We're feel all in really all in comfortable with you guys. Wait, we have one more clip to show all right. this. Okay, you're gonna, this is a good one. This is a good one. All right, all right, all right. Of course, all right, Dr. Right. Jonathan Newman's okay, in okay, it. Okay. Oh, Blanche, Blanche, this is Dr. Jonathan Newman. Get out of here. Get out of here. <laughs> He's a, a little early. But Dorothy, he's a little early. Yes, but we're delighted to see him. Hi, Jonathan. Hello, Rose. You're looking lovely this evening. Oh, wait a minute. Rose, Rose Lala, you devil, devil you. you. I just figured out what's going on here. Blanche. <laughs> You were sore at me for inviting your, your friend, friend without Bye. asking you, so you had this guy to come over and teach me a lesson. <laughs> What's the line? What's God, the line? I wish I was dead. <laughs> well, if I allow God, my I guests to dead. feel ill at ease, that's it. Oh. oh, you did great. Okay, Alaska. I can't allow my guests to feel ill at ease. That would be unsouthern. <laughs> Shrimp. That's a good bell. <laughs> Get the dough. <laughs> Shrimp. Oh. Shrimp. Her performance She's in that. She's perfection in that episode. It is probably the the shrimp and then oh the look on the face and just the 
the arm outstretched and the clickety clack to back into the kitchen. Everything about it is so, so genius. Good. I know we're not watching this episode, but a little romance is like. It's that is so one good. of my favorite episodes. And you know the little man in it? He died of a, like a disease that Abraham Lincoln had, but he lived, where he was a little person, and then he suddenly started growing. He died like a year after this episode. He started growing, 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 and his little, little heart couldn't take it, and he died. Fun fact. Wow. Way to bring I mean, the sad room fact. down. Sad fact. We all gonna die someday. Um, okay, okay. So, Alaska... We, every, epi- every live show, we do a giveaway of prizes. Do we have the prizes oh, yes. out here? We do. Okay, okay. good. Um, and we need to pick three Gigi Uba fans. Who like thinks Uba they fans. could answer really good, hard Golden Girls trivia, potentially? I think Mitzi's yeah. definitely coming up, Miss Mitzi. Mitzi, get on up here. Everybody give it up for Mitzi, Mitzi. while she makes Mitzi. her way to the stage. Where are our other GG fans? Where is anyone wearing a Golden Girls? You're wearing a Rusty Anchor shirt. Do you want to come up? Come on up. All right. We need one more. One more Golden Girls super fan. Right here. She was pointed to. She's coming up. Come on up. Come on up. Come on up. Okay. Let's move the chair down here. So come, I can on okay. come on up. Come on up. Yes. yes. Uh, okay. Let me move this. Okay. Ooh, oh God, we're you're doing, like doing it. a whole okay. setup there. We're doing it, okay. All okay. right. Okay. This is like American I'll get on Idol. This side. You guys come up here. What are oh, you yeah, doing? Oh yeah, you guys okay. can come up. Face on your stage. audience. Face your audience. Give them another round of applause, come guys. Come on up. Come on up. Come so, on up. We have Mitzi here. Welcome, Mitzi. And hi, Mitzi. Richard. Richard. And Welcome, what's your Richard. Name? Anna. Hi, Anna. Anna, Richard, Mitzi. Love your shirt. Stay golden. I have the same rusty anchor shirt. I love it. It's I Kevin Klein. I don't wear labels. Don't. You could have worn a daisy pin like I did. Where's I was, your swag? I was busy. Why are you okay. making it real? It's fine. All right. Am I allowed to read one in a really serious voice? Yes, you okay. absolutely can. Oh, I know what one I'm going to give okay, you. Okay, 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 Mitzi, I'm going to start with you. Everything's, everything's <laughs> fine. This is Mitzi, low you got stakes, this. we promise. It is, it is, but you got this. Okay, Mitzi. Betty White's life depends on it. <laughs> Sorry, guys. She's 95. Don't even. Don't. Okay. We love Rose's St. Olafian phrases as much as we love her recipes. In the season three episode, Three Girls on a Couch, while the women in therapy, while the women are in therapy arguing, Rose yells, oh, blow it out, your... And then a, and then a St. Olafian word. What is that St. Olafian word? Blow it out, your... Tubin Blurbins. Tubin Blurbins? Tubin Blurbins. That's pretty close. Yes, yes, oh my you God. got it. Tubin Blurbins. it. Wait, so what were you? I said I thought you were going to say the bit where she says, you're a Gurkhananakin. <laughs> that you're like, I can give you any St. Olafian word. Yes. Oh, blow it out your Tubin Blurbins. That is, that's an amazing, amazing part. All right, Richard. Richard, do it, Richard. Alaska, would you like oh, to read fan. these questions? Okay. The second okay. one there. In the episode where Rose wants to save the dolphins, Blanche and Dorothy are standing in the picket line when Blanche says, and I said to myself, and then reveals the nickname she calls herself sometimes. What is that nickname? Water Lily. <laughs> yes, it is Water Lily. 
I you said do a way better job. Will you read the third one for me, too? You want to read for Anna? I said to myself, my, my mother once said to me, Peacock. She used to call me Peacock. <laughs> she said, Peacock. Why Peacock? Because they're so beautiful. I don't think they're so beautiful. They have skinny necks. <laughs> so good at this. <laughs> In the episode, There Goes the Bride, part one. Sophia reveals that the second biggest export, this is hard, the second biggest export in her village was what? Oh. Oh my God! Oh my God! Anna guessed correctly, piano wire. Now there, there is a bonus part to that. What was the first export? Dead bodies? (laughs) That's adjacent, that's close. I like the way you think. Ransom notes. Ransom oh, notes. Oh, well, that's, that's close Man, enough. Man, you guys, give it up for Anna and Richard and Mitzi. Woo! Anna, Richard, Mitzi. Oh, well, let me see one of those books. I have to explain it. So they, these are brand new, guys. These just came out. You can get them on all the online platforms and at bookstores. But it's Golden Girls Mad Libs, and we got exclusive copies so please go to your local bookstores. Go to Skylight Book and get this. But you can also get it online as well. And you all are going home with it. Yay! There's one for you. There's one for you. Yay! Yay! All right, guys, once again, Thank give you it guys up for so Anna, much. Richard, and Mitzi. Thank Golden you. Girls super fans. Down safe. You good? You good? Oh, and guys, give it up for Alaska Thunderfuck. <laughs> now... Don't go anywhere. We'll call okay. you back up in a bit. Okay, Thank cool. You so Thank much. you so much. Oh, you can leave that here if you want. We'll get it up. Okay, great. Yeah. Okay. All right. Again, bye. Alaska. See you later. Bye. Applaud for Alaska. Alaska will be back. Okay. So, guys. Um, it is that moment. One, one thing that we actually wanted to do, too, is... Uh, I think we, we talked a little bit about the backstory, or we talked about... No, actually, I guess we didn't talk about the backstory. No, we didn't. The backstory, um, you guys may or may not know, and I think it might be in Jim For Pucci's this book episode, also. the history of how this episode came about, it's a fascinating history. Tracy Gamble is one of the co-writers with his writing partner. Yes. And uh, he wrote this episode. And Tracy is a friend of the podcast, and he did an episode of the podcast where he told a little bit about the history of how this episode came about and how they decided to almost give... AIDS to Rose. And, and it's a fascinating story. So it's basically, it was Tracy's mother. It's a true story. The same exact thing happened to Tracy's mom where she got surgery, suddenly got a letter in the mail one day and had to get her blood tested as well. And the writers came together and they were struggling over sort of who to give it to. And I mean, in, in some ways it felt like almost an obvious thing to give it to Blanche because Blanche was the more sexualized character. Mm-hmm. But because Rose's innocence was able to really sort of use in many ways, in similar to like how if you've ever seen the TV movie, which you really should, and the band played on, um, it's based on Randy Schilt's book, A History of the AIDS Epidemic from the Early Days until the Early 90s and the CDC sort of fight to discover the HIV virus. Um, they used like prominent actors like Richard Gere to play closeted men with AIDS, similar to Tom Hanks in Philadelphia. You use a familiar face and a, and a sort of an innocent character to really send home how deep and impactful this story is. And so they decided to do the same thing with Rose mm-hmm. in giving her this storyline. And it really, it really worked, I think. Don't you think? 
Yeah. So we need we want to do because we love Tracy, but Tracy could not be here tonight. So we wanted to thank him officially from us with an so audience. So we're all gonna make a little video yeah. right now, real quick, to say thank because you to Tracy. Tracy's never able to like you know, writers of TV shows are never able to see the audience reaction to it. So Carrie and I will do a little thing and then we'll flip it around. You guys ready? Hey, yes. Okay. Hi, Hi Tracy. Tracy. Okay, we love you. Thank you for doing the podcast previously. And you're, you're, you have so many fans. I mean, doesn't he have so many fans? He has so many fans. Should we show him all the fans I that think he we has should. right yeah, now? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Hey. <laughs> Yeah, huge. Yeah, huge. Thank you, Tracy, Tracy, so much. Tracy, we just talked about 72 hours, and you're awesome, and you're amazing, and we just wanted to give you some love, so yeah. I think everyone in the audience... And, I mean, if you know how us. we close our podcast, which we're not closing right now, but what we do and how we say goodbye to people, we don't say goodbye. We say, stay, stay golden! golden. <laughs> so thank you guys for humoring us thank with that. Thank you guys. That was really great. Um, um, also... Go ahead. Um... Let's talk a little bit more about Triangle Square. Yes. Um, we know so far, we haven't counted any of the money from the raffle, but I think we're pretty close on To probably tickets. right at 1,000. We're, we're, we're somewhere between 700 and 1,000 right now, which is amazing. So please yeah. give yourselves a round of applause for helping us raise this money tonight. We're yeah. so, so excited to be able to give it to them. It's such an important thing. You really should go to the LGBT Center's website and think of all, and try to figure out all the ways you can get involved in the ways that you feel most comfortable getting involved, especially with the current cuts coming from the current president's budget plan. There are so many cuts coming to our community. There's a lot of people who support the queer community, and there are so many things that, we're gonna, that are vulnerable to go away very soon. Um, uh, healthcare you know, the certain services that people depend on. Meals on Wheels, which is a great episode of the Golden Girls when the 70s guy, remember that? Guess what? That episode wouldn't be able to exist with this current budget cut. So there are so many things that are happening right now that it's so vital that we in the community, the Golden Girls community, gets together and participates and gives back to our community. So I really, I really stress for you to go to the LGBT Center's website, find the ways you can get involved, but specifically look at the ways you can get involved with senior citizens within the community. Be, be, there's so many, you can volunteer to be an assistant or to you know, hang out for an afternoon or to go to Triangle Square and volunteer. They have like prom nights that they have. Oh, that sounds super fun. They have prom night at the LGBT Center. How cool. And I did a story on the last guy who won the prom king, um, or prom queen. He won prom queen at the LGBT Center's prom. Um, Fascinating story. He's a, he's a gay Holocaust survivor. Really interesting story. You can just Google it and Google me, and it's, it's in Out Magazine. It's really great. Um, but yeah, so there's so many great things that come from the Triangle Square. So if you want to buy more raffle tickets, you can. Are we announcing them now? We're actually going to announce the raffle right now, I Do you believe. guys have your raffle tickets? Everybody, everybody, get your raffle tickets out. Maybe we can raise the house lights a little bit. Yeah, let's raise the house lights. Let's bring Stan up let's here. Let's bring Stan up on stage Do with we have the, the box. Yes, we have the prizes. And are we going to bring out a very special guest to help pick the raffle tickets? Yes, we are. Okay. Guys, we have, we have, well, first our special guest is Stan. This is my Stan. Thank you, Stan. How are we going to do this? How do I get in that? And our other guest that's going to come up to help us do this raffle, he is a very dear friend of the podcast. We, you, you've probably seen him all over our social feeds. He is a writer for New Girl. He's on Broad City. And he's also a Golden Girls super fan. Because he also has a tattoo. Yeah, he has a tattoo, too. He got it first, though. I'll give him that. But his wasn't on Jimmy Kimmel. Um, <laughs> put your hands together for Elliot Glazer. 
Thank you, guys. Hey, show hey, your Elliot. tattoo. Get over here. Show the tattoo. Show the tattoo. Yeah. Look at like that, guys. Mom. It was like my mom. Yeah. Welcome, Elliot. It. Thank you. It's good to see you. I like your Blanche's boudoir sort of pattern on Thank the shirt. Thank you very much. You just uh, got back from Vegas. I did. I did. Do you need a test as well? Oh, I'm exa- uh, I need a sleep. I oh, need a sleep. Yep. I'm exhausted. Yeah. Well, we're so trip. glad you could be here. Well, thank you. I, uh, it's crazy to be on the same bill as Alaska, who is I know. so uh, talented. And also, when we went to dinner the other night, I truly was... I was Blown like, let's away. just... T- just keep, just keep doing lines. I, I mean, that sounds wrong, but I, yeah. just keep, yeah. just keep, um, just keep delivering dialogue from the Golden Girls. Yeah. <laughs> just keep blowing lines, dude. Just keep doing lines. lines. <laughs> wow, um, it was amazing. Got, it's amazing. Elliot, you are going to be kind enough to choose the raffle winners. Ooh, Would you wow. be so kind to? Uh, how is he? See, how can it? we do this? Just sticking his hand down in there. Yeah, he's gonna so the first, can you actually hold this for me? Yeah, sure. Thank you. Uh, so the first uh, raffle item that we're going to be raffling off is the signed Crazy Ex-Girlfriend script. Hey. Right. Yes. Give it up for Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Who is eating you? <laughs> <laughs> You're scaring me. I'm so tired. Okay. Uh, the number is 634-1419. Hey. 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 What's your name? Becky. Becky. Guys, it's Becky. Give a applause for Becky. Congratulations, Becky. Thank you so much for taking part in the raffle. What's the next prize? What's the next prize? The next prize... You're going to win, too. Oh, my gosh, guys. If Becky wins them all... It's like quiz show. We've ranked it. No. Oh, oh my gosh. You only bought one and you got it? You only bought one? That means you're blessed. (laughs) All right, guys. The next item's up for bid. They come as a pair... Situation Momity, the book duo from Jenna Vonoy, who played Six on Six. Blossom. She's amazing. She's funny. And she will be signing books this Sunday at the Grove from 2 to 4 in a bookstore in Studio City from 6 to 8. So if you guys are in the area and you want to meet her, you should go say hi. Oh, does she still talk fast? She's still got that, I'm sure. Yeah, she's still, she talks pretty fast. I like think if you it was, open the book and we're like, think, read that. I think she was, she was it's playing all just, a There are no par- periods or anything. Like in character. No, but do you remember she, how fast she could talk? Yeah. I never watched See, Blossom. I knew. I knew that's why you said who's been character. Yeah. She's, okay. Yeah. I was too no, busy watching still, Sisters. Right. She, yes, uh, yes. She, she was a speed talker. She doesn't do it in her normal life. It was more a character thing, but yes, she can still do it. I can attest to that. That's I've made great. her do it on more than one occasion. She still got it. Okay, the number is 634 Oh, front row winner. What's your name? Jared. Jared? Yay, Jared. Congratulations, Jared. We swear we did not plan for all the winners to come from the front row. I know, it's like all the front row people. But very convenient for us. (laughs) What's the next prize? All right, guys, and finally. We we can give away that Mad Libs, too. Oh, yeah, we we have a few more Mad Libs. We will happily give those away. The big one. It's it's in a... So big. Is oh, the Mike Dennison original framed watercolor framed. and ink? I got you, babe. Who frames anything these days? Uh, Mike, he's a great guy. He was like, I, you know, he didn't want us to have to worry about it. What Let's year was his Be a Day project? 2015, 2015, I think. Yeah, he drew B. Arthur every day for a year, mm-hmm. and, and now got you him on TV you, and everything. You got to follow him on Twitter because he's doing some really cool response work to Donald Trump and everything mm-hmm. that's happening. He's including the Golden Girls into it. It's really fascinating stuff. It's Mike D. It's, three, you can go to his three, website, three uh, the Mike Dennison, D-E-N-I-S-O-N dot com. He's really his website. great. He's very talented. Great yeah. friend of the podcast. He's stuff on Broad City, actually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Golden Girls art. Yeah. 
Great coloring book, too. Yes, he has the You're Cuter Than an Inner Uterine coloring book. You guys should get it. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. Oh, I'm so excited. Hope it's out the front row. 634-1421. All the from way the in the back. back. Come on All up. The Come way on up. Back. Wait, we're the, like polar opposite. Are you coming up? I can't see. She's anything. coming up. She's coming up. There you are. Keep the round of applause. Oh, hey. Oh, yay. Back up. <laughs> What's your name? Becca. Becca, guys. Give a round of applause give for Becca. Give a round Becca. of applause for Becca. I actually knew that it was Becca. I just wanted to give her the same treatment as everyone else. Um, okay, let's give some Mad Libs away. Oh, God. Sorry, oh, guys. Oh, God, we're seeing she uses a Mac, you and know, she likes Daria. <laughs> I know. Isn't it terrible? As soon as that happened, I was like, oh, I should have changed it to the Golden Girls specifically for well, today. Well, today, the iPad that some of you may have bought tickets on, I had to delete all my porn from. <laughs> Because <laughs> right. I knew there was going to be some straight intern, lovely man, but I didn't want him to see an You have porn dick. on your iPod? Well, I have a picture. I, like, iPad? it syncs from my phone, and if there's a dick on my phone, it's going to sync to the oh. iPad, and he's going to see a dick. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Do people jerk off using their iPads? Oh, I use my iPad to jerk off all the time. Really? Because it's mobile, and the, the phone's too small. Are you nervous about the... The, uh, the, the camera? Yeah. I want people to watch. I can't pay people to watch. <laughs> How many people in here put tape over their camera? Harry does. I do. Yeah. I don't. I'm okay. Russia, if they want to look at me, that's fine. <laughs> North Korea especially can look at me. Well, the really the thing you have to do now is put tape over your fucking microwave cuz oh, the they're microwave. looking at you through your microwave now. I can't pa- I can't pass a microwave these days without being like maybe. <laughs> What Maybe. is happening right now? I don't know, but it's fine. It's oh, fine. Oh, you, you no, know, on the, if you if you want to riff. Yeah, let's riff. Uh, We're riffing. There, I was watching the question and answers episode yes. where Dorothy goes on to Jeopardy in her dreams. Okay. Oh, yeah. And, I watched that too. Yeah. And, yeah. and just, I just, it's, this is not really a, a thing, but I just couldn't believe I heard her say Trump. Yeah. And it yeah. just, I'd never before had no, like, she says, she says, uh, me she's trying to like Merv or Merv Griffin. And then she says, you're the anti Trump. No, she says, you're the, you're the, oh God. Alaska. Alaska. <laughs> you're the poor man's, you're the, you're the, no, the anti-Trump, I think. Anti-Trump? It is. Wow. I got it right! God, we should... It's just, that's interesting. Like, even then, she was talking about how disgusting that man is. Yeah. (laughs) All the way back then. Yeah, okay. It was a joke. Okay, I'll stop talking. No, No, please. No, no. No, we... we, I mean, I could do a whole podcast on it. All right. The winner of a Golden Girls Mad Libs is... Oh, my God. Six, three, four, one, four, one, seven. That's a lot of numbers. Yay! Come on up. Give whoever's coming up a round of applause. Yay! She's coming up. Is that our last book? We've oh, we got have one, one more. more. We yep. got one more. Yay. Wow. What's your That's name? Awesome. I'm Rory. Hi, Rory. Congratulations, oh, Rory. Congratulations. Give it up for Rory, everybody. All right. One more, one more, one more. We're pull okay. our last one. It could be you. Big box. Okay. Big box. 634 it's Rory. Do you mind if we if we if we move on and and, and spread the love a little bit more? Let's, Thank let's, you, let's Rory. call another one. Thank you, Rory. See, now that's a true golden fan spreading that golden love in 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 a non in a non gross way that all of your minds doing just went lines to. and spreading <laughs> golden love. Yeah. Six three four one four two three. Rory. <laughs> Six three four one four two three. Oh my. Wait, what? 
What? Is it Becca again? Jesus. Oh, my God. Wow. What's happening? It's a very communal Maybe crowd. you're not blessed. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> okay. Uh, 634-1418. Yay! 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 Guys, it's not Becca Come or Rory. Yay! Someone is making their way up to the stage. What's your name? Catherine. Hi, Catherine. Come on up. Take Congratulations, Catherine. Yay! Thank you, Catherine. Keep it going for Catherine, everybody. Okay, we need Alaska back out here. Everybody, please welcome Alaska Thunderfuck back Alaska to the stage. Thunderfuck. You stay, too. Right, right, right. So, we've reached the end of our golden moment. You're so tall and stunning. Thank you. Oh my God, that is so kind of you. Jesus Christ. And it's five nine, but okay. We wanted to say first off that if you want to continue to donate to uh, tonight's cause, you can still do it at outonlanai.com/live. You can also just go directly to the LGBT Center and give your donations. We would really appreciate that. And if you liked what you heard here tonight and you aren't listening to the podcast, you can do that by going to outonlanai.com. Yeah, subscribe We're on, on iTunes. Facebook and Twitter and. Mm-hmm. Follow us in all the ways that you're following. And now that it's on Hulu, you have no excuse not to listen. So you should be listening. We really, we really do appreciate that. And if you want to support the podcast in any way, too, you can go to outonlanai.com slash donate. Yes. And uh, guys, at the end of our live shows, we always like to close the show uh, with a sing-along of the Golden Girls theme song with everybody. But we need to so. set it up in a dramatic way, I think. We need, to, like, we need to like do that first line in like a way that just makes us feel... So many things. You are rubbing your chest areas in <laughs> a very suggestive way so, right now. Ellie, I want, let's harmonize. Let's harmonize. Oh, we've uh, tried you singing. This is not uh, your wheelhouse. Uh, okay. What? Thank you for being a friend. You know, I'm just going to put the kibosh on this. <laughs> and if you threw a party. Thank you guys so much for coming tonight. Yes, and thank you to the Nerdist Showroom. Thank you, Elliot Glazer. Thank you, Alaska Thunderfuck. Woo-hoo! Stand by the wild.